If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's your boy, Pat the Designer, back at it again. Ladies and gentlemen, we got the squad in the building. Yeah. Hey, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love to another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. As always, man, it's your boy, Pat the Designer. We got super producer Joel Hope back and looking tan from uh, Hawaii, man. Stop it, it Pat. Nice little, nice little oh, tan on this stop. guy. Look at this guy. Oh, I didn't change that much. Is that, a, is that Hawaiian hold back there? Is that... A, Ooh, Hawaiian Hulk. Not bad, brother. Oh, already, already started off there. Thanks a lot. Of course, man. we got uh, Jordan J.C., host of the Chicago Bears Breeze, in the oh, back. No. And the man formerly known as Stefan or Ringo J. Stefan Nadon in the building. And we also have to welcome in a special guest to the show to break down the Bears, somebody who has been a head scout at the Chicago Bears, player director, leader, nine years. Y'all know his name. Host of Greg Gabriel talks football, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, Greg Gabriel, to the show. Let's go. Show some love. You gotta let him in. You gotta let him in. There we go. Hey, Greg, what's going on? I'm doing wonderful. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great, man. Doing great. Excited to talk some football, as you can see there. Look, look at Greg. Greg looking phenomenal. Phenomenal. The big sweater game uh, back in the, back in the day for that interview there, Greg. That was a that was a that was a good look for you, man. I always wear sweaters this time of year. Hey, it's, so, it's cold. And, and I think if, if that's the interview, I think it was, that was this time of the year. <laughs> Let's jump straight into it, Greg. First off, appreciate okay. having you on the show as always. And uh, let's start it off here because we want to really talk about some of the defensive line names that can uh, uh, change the Chicago Bears' future. They've got a couple of nice pickups that they made last year with Montez Sweat, of course, in the draft. They go Javon Dexter, Zach Pickens, is there a name on this defensive line right now that is standing out to you that can have day one impact for this Bears team? You mean in the draft or free agency? Or in the what? draft. In the draft right now. Well, I love Leitu. I've liked, liked him all year. Liked him last year. And when you look at the, the edge class this year, you know – Except for Leitu, none of them got off to real quick starts. Mm. So I think that was disappointing because there's a lot of talent there. But almost across the board, their second half of the season was really good. And you fast forward to today, and some guys really had some outstanding workouts. Dallas Turner from Alabama did not work out. So we got to wait a few weeks till the Alabama Pro Day for that one. But I think there's a lot of talent there. And given the value of the position, 
they're going to probably go a lot higher than where a lot of the analysts have them pegged to go right now. Mm. And it's and I'm not one of these guys that believe that you know your your stock jumps at the combine. It it your your grade stays pretty much the same. What you did in the fall is what you did in the fall, and you're not going to. But you at the same time you want to know exactly what the numbers are. Yes. The only guy that jumped out that I think ran a little faster than I thought he would was Chop Robinson, who I loved all along. I think his upside is, is just tremendous. But he, you know, cracks a four four eight at two hundred and fifty pounds. That's, a, I mean, that dude has got unbelievable upside. A very explosive player. Leitu, the thing, you know, the, the worry with Leitu wasn't his play. It was, does he pass the medical? Because, you know, you go back to 2020, he hurts his neck, he has a surgery. And I, for months, I tried to find out exactly what that surgery was. They just said he had neck surgery and the doctors at the University of Washington advised him not to play football again. Well, he takes off a year and then he goes down to UCLA and plays there and puts two really strong back-to-back seasons in 22-23. Well, today, if you watch the, the Edge guys work out, Stacey Dales from the NFL Network said it was a fusion surgery. Well, right away, I'm like, yay. I mean, that, that is not a big deal unless it's a, you know, the surgery didn't go well. Right. But given the fact that he's played two years without incident, uh, and never missed any practice time the last two years. I don't see it as a big deal, only because of my experience going through the, the combine and, and similar injuries. Now, obviously, we don't know what the MRI said, and that's going to say a lot. But I, I, you know, I know how the doctors think to that stuff, and they put a lot of stock in what's he done lately. In other words, if he had played or had the surgery a year ago and hadn't played since – that would be a big concern, but he's played the last two years. Right. And so it's like, he's good. But again, you know, we're never going to know the exact answer. Not going to shock me. Probably within the next couple of days, you'll see some blurb out there, some leak that late two's medical was fine. And that's because at least one team leaked to his agent that he passed their medical. But medical grades are just like scouting grades. They vary from team to team. So what the Bears have, we'll never know that. The only way we're going to know if he's okay is if they draft him. Hmm. I think uh, Ringo Ringo they wanted to set up. If they brought him in on a 30 visit, you know, they they uh, he passed also. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely breaking that down. Ringo, what you got for him? Yeah, so uh, my, my question is because the Bears uh, – do have uh, the number one pick in there outside of the number nine pick, um, and, and my question is with Latu, um, now with the with the two, um, with him injuring the neck and him playing the two seasons, um, could could he possibly be an option as a steal for the Bears at nine, or how do you see that playing out, and how does he help this uh, defensive line that the Bears already have in place with uh, Montez Sweat adding to it? Well, if you when you listen to the pressers both Flus and more Flus than, than Poles. He's put a premium, like first thing out of Flus's mouth, got to get another edge opposite uh, Sweat. So 
to me, it's a big position. So that means they're going to fill it one of two ways. So they're either going to sign somebody two weeks from now in free agency, or they're going to draft or both. The only question I have on the free agency thing is, you know, there's Danielle Hunter's name's been been tied to the Bears by people yeah. in the media, but you know he's going to cost what sweat cost. Right. So he he's going to be a 23, 24, 25 million dollar player. And do the Bears they got the money, that's not a problem. It's do the Bears want to tie up that kind of money at one position? That cuz you can get in trouble that way. And the other thing is he's going to be 30 years old and I think October, beginning of October into September. That would be the oldest guy that that polls gave a multi-year contract to, but you look at him medically, <clears throat> excuse me. He missed time I think in 21, but it was a soft tissue injury. Otherwise he's been healthy, he's never had a knee or shoulder. And so I think it's a possibility the guy that I really like that's going to cost half or less than half is Jonathan Grenard from Houston Texans. He had a real strong season last year, 12 and a half sacks. Somebody said, well, they might tag him. I said, they're never going to tag him. He made $1.8 million last year. If they tag him, it's over $20 bucks. They aren't doing that. <laughs> so, um, I mean, he hasn't earned $20 million yet. So, right, right, yeah. you know, he, uh, but I, I think that would be a really good signing. It'll just be interesting. There's a lot of fans that are connecting, you know, AJ Epinesa from the Bills because of the um, Trey Edmonds. Yeah, well, because of Washington. Washington's coach. Sure, his, Washington his coach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm from Buffalo. I'm a Bills fan. I watch every one of their games. AJ Epinesa is a quality backup, he is not a starter. Hmm. So, yeah, you want to sign him, go ahead. He started in four years. He started four games. Mm. I so, want to ask you quick: Do ahead. you feel that Chop Robinson does he project as a linebacker to you, or does he actually project as a defensive end at six three two fifty? Is that one of those? End. He's defensive end. You, so that's, you, what, that's what he played it. I mean, he he might drop three or four times a game at, at Penn State, but so did Will Anderson last year at Alabama. He's a he's a pass rusher. The okay. only, you know he's he's just. Been three years in college, he's still a little raw. But when you look at the upside, the explosiveness, he's going to get bigger. He's probably going to, you know, end up being a 260, um, yeah. which is nothing wrong with that. Hell, when we drafted Alex Brown, he was 248 pounds, and he never played it bigger than than 260 right. in, in his career. So it's, it's more about – especially in that defense, and I mentioned Alex because it's the same defense, it's being able to get upfield and put pressure on the quarterback, and that's what these guys do. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's really been – it's interesting to see this defense come back because now we get to see so many of the weapons that you were able to evaluate your insight actually applies to, right? I mean, like seeing, seeing these guys, you, you become the wealth of knowledge – because now the Bears actually are running that same 4-3-42 nickel style defense. Is there somebody out there that the Bears have or somebody you've seen in the draft that you feel like can replicate what that defensive line that you were able to put together when you were here with the Bears was? Well, I, I think, you know, they did a great job last year with the draft. 
between Dexter and, and Pickens. And I think, you know, Dexter comes in, he played in a two-gap scheme at Florida, so we had to learn how to play within a one-gap attack scheme. Right. Had to, you know, go through the baby steps and the growing pains. But I, I think he's got great upside. He's athletic. The game's important to him. Uh, I, I know the coaching staff really likes him. Pickens is is uh, ultra-athletic. And uh, so, you know, and, and you've got – uh, Billings already. I would not be surprised if they bring back Jones. I think Jones earned another contract. Justin Jones. Yes. So you, you know, so he, really. Mm. So you like the defensive line that we have in place? The interior, yeah. I, 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 I think they got to upgrade the outside. I think the, so the my, inside's fine. My question for you was so, like, you know, I'm looking at we see like Johnny or Jerzon Newton, for example. Uh, well, like when you were scouting for the like, especially for the that that the previous defense, the Lovey defense. Right. When you when you guys drafted Tommy, was it kind of a no brainer with Tommy? Did you also see are there any traits in that three technique? Do you think that do you think that Dexter possesses those type of techniques uh, traits to be that three technique for this defense? Well, you know, it, it's a good question. And I go back. I met Ryan Poles at the East West game last year because I'm on the board of advisors for the East West. So we had a nice conversation, and I asked him, I said, is your profile for defensive line the same as ours was? And he said, yeah, it's pretty much identical, but really it isn't. They want bigger guys. Our mm-hmm. defense, our interior defensive line was small. Tommy Harris is 285 pounds. Right. Okay. And six, and two, six, one, six, he's two, six, two and a half. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, he, but he also ran a four, six, eight. Was a guy was run you, like Tommy in a long time. A follow-up question: That was your uh, that profile the same as Tampa Bay as well? Did you adopt that same one? Yeah, and, I mean, because Lovey came from from right. Tony Dungy, but yep. it was see, we drafted Tommy in two thousand four. The year before, Greg Blotch was the D coordinator under Dick Geron. We had an entirely different scheme. We had right. it was a four man front, but was really run like a like a three man a three four scheme. There were two gappers, and we had a bunch of monsters there. I mean, the big jumbo. Three, three out of the four guys were were uh, well over how two of them were yeah, well track, over yeah, three fifty. Uh, you know, yeah. So, you know, Daniels was a defensive end at about three twenty, and then you had Ted Washington and Keith Trailer. I mean, we had some big guys. So, <laughs> you know, Lovey comes in, and it's like the only guy we could keep with was Alex. He was the only guy that was a fit. And Alex was a rookie that year, 2003. So we had to go out and get brand new people. And we yeah. did that over, you know, we drafted Tommy and Tank that first year. And then we, you know, did some guys in free agency and some trades with uh, uh, Agonlier and, and some of those other guys. So, you know, you had to find the, the pieces to do it. But you're pretty much looking for the same type of guys. You got to find athletic, disruptive guys. And the outside guys got to be able to get upfield, put pressure on uh, the passer. And the inside guys, they're playing a one-gap scheme. They got to be able to get penetration and be very, very disruptive in the run game. So I I guess one of my comments would be in terms of drafting uh, the defensive ends. Because, you know, I remember that defense. I mean, I grew up watching that defense. um, 
And I know, like you said, you signed a Gungle, and I remember signing Julius Peppers at one point in time. And yeah, that was a little bit later when we got. I remember when, like Mark yeah. Anderson worked out for like a year. Well, he what? got Mark was like a fifth round pick, and then he and he and he had a bad knee to begin with. Okay. Yeah. So sooner or later, it's going to, you know, it's going to catch up. But he really, he really had a few good years. But in this draft, in this round, do you think that there is capable like a starting defensive end? Because like our my position is like I'd love us to get the hall to get enough picks where if we can get one extra starter out of this draft, like it's, it's we definitely need to hit on whatever we do with the first pick, and then we got this ninth pick. Maybe they and we got to get. I feel like we got to get a center. But if maybe we get another defensive player to to stack and add to this defense, you think that defense? There's a defensive end in here that really is that guy. You think Leitu is that guy? I think there's a probably four of them that would step in and start between Leitu versus um, Turner and uh, Chop Robinson. Chop those yeah. two. Okay, I think any any four of those guys could come in, but really. You're going to know the answer to that in less than two weeks <laughs> because, you know, the the floodgates open on Monday the 11th when you can start negotiating with the free agents. If you go right. back to last year, first deal was, was made, and that was with um, Edwards less than 30 minutes into the negotiation period. You know, it opens at 11 o'clock Chicago time, and before 11.30 they had a deal. So, right. which means they had a deal the day before, but... Right. <laughs> we, we don't talk about that. The uh, And then, you know, it was like three hours later that they got the guy from the Bills. So, you know, I, I would think you're going to know the answer on the edge equation real quick on Monday the 11th. Yeah, well, we'll I, I think that's going to be literally probably the, the, the first answer that we get outside of this whole. I think center is going to be the first the first one oh, done. Tell you the truth. Got to get that center. Oh, that's true. That's true. Well, uh, you know, I just, you know, talking and, and part of it was, has been talking with Olin and my belief is, okay, they got a real young offensive line. Right. Okay. So, and there's no real veteran in there except Davis and Davis is still relatively new because of all the, the personal issues he was going through last yeah. year. So, you know, that, that's going to be behind him, but Tev, it's only his third year as uh, a guard, third season as a guard, and he's been, you know, hot and cold as far as the injuries. And you've got young tackles. You've got to have a veteran in the middle to direct traffic. And, you know, if you got a veteran line and a veteran quarterback, you can have a rookie center in there, and, and it's not going to be a problem. But if you're going to have a young quarterback, and I still – if Justin's here – He's still a young quarterback, and if yeah. it's a rookie, he's obviously a young quarterback with a young line. I think you you got to go out and get a vet. What about a bridge? Yeah, bridge center. Yeah. Well, I don't know yeah, if you call a bridge. I mean, there's some guys out there that are pretty good players. Um, I don't have a list in front of me, but there's Brewer from who's Tennessee. Now his coach last year is the assistant offensive line coach here now, so there's a connection there. Uh, there's a guy from Seattle. He was the center for Seattle last year. Um, started the whole – I think he's got 35 or 39 starts over the last three years. Was with Detroit before that. Uh, but he played for Waldron last year. Uh, there's the guy – he's going to demand some money. Uh, the guy at Denver. 
so there's guys out there and they're ready to step in and play. And it's going to be a huge upgrade over what we've seen the last couple of years. Hey, Greg, this is Jordan. Uh, pleasure again having you on the show. Got a question for you. So going back into the draft with the edge rushers, uh, you mentioned Dallas Turner, Jared Verse, Chop Robinson, Light July too. Uh, but I always love asking about the sleepers. Do you see anybody that's specifically standing out to you, whether the numbers showed it, the, the measurables, whatever? Uh, do you think there's a sleeper that could rise on the draft boards that can kind of get into that tier of those four guys that you mentioned already? Um, I don't have them up with those first four guys, but I think that I got just got to look down here at my list. But Xavier Thomas from Clemson okay. is pretty good. The guy that kind of jumped that I didn't know about uh, from the Southland Conference, and uh, he was the, actually the defensive player of the year. He tore it up today athletically, but I haven't done anything on him, so I got to do something. His name is Jellix Hunt from Houston oh. Baptist. I oh, think yeah, yeah. Saw we saw him. We, weird name. Yeah. we literally were yeah, – yeah. we, we kind of did the same type of uh, type of like thing. Who, who, like, who he? Yeah, he, Alex. He really uh, moving. He's, he's really yeah. – Yeah, I mean, and, and when you look at the whole, the whole workout, I mean, he jumped out of the building. He had really superb numbers. So you got to go back and look at the guy. Yeah. He's just too damn athletic not to. Mm. Yeah, he, he that's that's always the interesting thing about the combine. It's It's – you really – like if you're a good player, you almost can't play yourself out of where people believe you are based on the the three to four years of tape that you have. But if you're that guy that like nobody's seen and you're at the combine, it's like, wait a minute, who's this dude? I, he just jumped off the page at us. What did he just run? How much did he move? Like I, I thought that, uh, that there was a couple of those guys in there. The one thing that we do want to get to today, though, that uh, we saw on your timeline that you ended up tweeting out and – I thought it was a very interesting, of uh, 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 an interesting twist to the whole quarterback conversation. By the way, hit that like button, subscribe to the page. Saw your tweet yesterday. Uh, what I keep hearing now is that people will be partially right and partially wrong on the quarterback uh, situation. Who knows what's true? But what I've been told is that the Bears are looking to trade both the number one and Justin Fields and draft one of the other QBs after the trade down. This is interesting because on this show we have a, uh, we, we have a saying, it literally just goes, or <laughs> right. Because that's the other or, scenario or. that none of us were expecting. So Greg, can you go a little bit more in depth on that? As you set the world on fire, what's going on with that? Well, I, I set that the world on fire. It, it, you know, I, the phones, are, I got, I'm on the phone all day this time of the yeah. year. And you know, a lot of people that want to give me a hard time on, on Twitter, which is fine. They yeah. can they, they can take every shot they want. But <laughs> your success you is know, this, I, I've been doing this for 40 years. I know, you know, I know what I'm talking about. So I like that. And I got connections up the yin yang. I mean, there's there's a dozen GMs I can pick up the phone and and, and talk to, and a, a bunch of other guys in decision making roles. So I've got a lot yeah. of friends. In the league and other people with connections. I was talking to one guy who, I guess, indirectly is involved in the league. He, you know, he's not an agent. He's not a media guy, but he's very well connected, you know, and I right. just don't want to say who he is. Uh, and generally, he's got excellent information. So in the course of the conversation I had with him, the first one was Monday and then there was another one the next day. 
Monday, he says, that that deal, they're going to trade number one before the combine's out. Mm-hmm. And it's going to Washington. And I said, no, I can believe that. And, and he said, it's going to be, you know, pretty much the same with, uh, as Peter King had, that, you know, at least one number two, a flip of the ones, uh, and a one next year. This guy said both of Washington's number twos. And I said, I can't see that happening before, you know, you know within the next week. Right. I said, if it happens at all, I just can't see it happening. He goes, well, he goes, there's other teams that want to do something. And this was brought up today, uh, I think, on the NFL Network. Everybody's waiting for Chicago to do something one oh, way yeah. or the other. And, they, you know, it's like they can't make their move until the Bears make their move. And so it's, you know, that's an interesting, you know, a scenario. Hey, look, at who knows what's true? Right. But I know from, you know, I, I've been in these positions where you're sitting and you and you want to, you're playing poker, and you got to have the good bluff face when you're playing this game, and so what you it, it's not what you're saying, it's you better read between the lines, yeah, because it and it's more about okay if, if like Paul talks about openly, well, you know, I want to do things right by Justin, well, of course he's going to say that because. If if you want to get something big from Washington, you got to make it look like you're going to take Caleb no matter what. Yeah. Okay. And you're moving. So if if Washington really wants him, and from what I understand, they really want him. So you got to pay. And they and from what I've been told, they know they got to pay. Well, yeah. the deal we made, who the hell knows? But then the other part that I was told the next day is that. And again, same person. Is that there is scenarios, he goes, that I'm hearing where they actually do both and trade Justin and trade number one and still take a quarterback after they trade down. Yeah. And, you know, it's, and, and you know, people have say, you know, within the business, it's not a lot with Caleb. Caleb's, it's, it's not about his talent. It's about everything else. It's right. the the intangibles. And I'm not going to get into a lot of that stuff right now. You know, if a trade is made, I'll, I'll, I'll say some of the information I got. But I got a ton. And <laughs> it, it doesn't, knowing what polls and what Flus say, like Flus said, they asked Flus on, on Monday, what are you looking for in a quarterback? The first thing he said was leadership. Yeah. Very first word. Well, that's the one thing that Caleb Williams doesn't have. Mm. That's like the worst part of him. And it's, you know, he's a more of a follower than a leader. <laughs> and so, Hell no punches. you know, and, and he's, it's, it's, it's just a lot of little things that you say, is right. he going to be able to handle it? And then you listen to, again, little things that, that Ryan says. Tough job play quarterback in this city. We all know that. Oh, yeah. Because they'll line up. I mean, you know, it's the St. Valentine's massacre every week. So, you know, if if you're not playing great, they're going to line you up against the wall and blow you away. So you've got to be thick skinned. 
Okay, now we got a guy that had a tough loss and goes cries on mama's lap for the next 10 minutes in front of a national audience. <laughs> Is that a thick-skinned guy? Is that a guy that can handle adversity in the NFL? And don't forget, he's already a multimillionaire. Right. He's going to take a pay cut on a rookie contract. It, it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see what what Caleb ends up uh, ends up doing and and if Ryan what Ryan gleans from his uh, his interviews what I believe they're supposed to be interviewing tonight kid you had what? no they they interviewed uh, or last night, Caleb, last, last night yeah, last night kid and you you'll what? never know what happened in that interview <laughs> Greg PK here listen uh, thanks for coming by you are someone who I admire you come in unbrazen wanting all the smoke and. Uh, <laughs> You've done a nice job really riling up uh, the city over the last couple of weeks. Uh, one thing in particular, is I've listened to a lot of your stuff, uh, you did you did mention your take on it. You didn't say Caleb wasn't going to be a good, uh, bad pro. You just said that he wasn't someone you would take number one and even entertain the idea of not picking up Justin's fifth-year option but making him earn it. Uh, right. With this yeah. new information you've kind of shared with us and things of that nature, who would you, if you had the opportunity, who would you take? Just for our audience, I've kind of heard your take on it. Who would you take? And then ultimately – um, you know, how would you want that to play out if it not if it's totally done between the two? One name might surprise you. There's a lot of people within the league that love this guy. He hasn't turned on the analyst yet. And one is the local kid, JJ McCarthy. Hmm. And the other is Daniels from uh, LSU. Mm-hmm. And, you know, JJ, I got a, a good friend who is uh, a former coordinator in the league and, you know, very, very highly regarded guy. He said he thinks the best quarterback in this class is JJ. So I respect his opinion. He goes, he goes, the problem with JJ is, and this is exactly the way he said it. Problem with JJ is he had an offensive line, offensive coordinator who called plays like an offensive lineman. And he goes, if he had somebody who knew how to call plays, that guy lighted up, and that's a quote. And, you know, you can't downplay or criticize a guy for the offense he was in because that's not his fault. Right. And But he ran that Michigan offense superbly, won a national championship with him, well, Big Ten championship last year. I think he's, what, lost one game yeah. in the last two years? Guy's a player, and, and he, he's look. Well, let me just finish. Go ahead. He he. What people say about it, I don't know the kid, but he is coming on my show. I got his agent to commit to that oh. after the Michigan Pro Day, which is going to be like around the twentieth or twenty first. Okay. But I um, he's what everybody says is he's going to blow coaches away this week with his intellect, and they get him on the board and he starts diagramming and stuff. And his just his football knowledge and his ability to understand and to comprehend things is just going to blow people away. It, it's going to be interesting because the thing I've said about J.J. McCarthy is he wasn't called upon to do a ton, but when his name was called, he always produced. Very rarely did we see those plays where it was like, oh, well, J.J. didn't live up to the moment right then. So he's somebody who uh, we, we, we've all said on the show that uh, – we feel that Harbaugh is going to walk in the room and be like, listen, I love this Justin Herbert guy, but let me try to sell you on J.J. McCarthy. <laughs> you know what? 
He's the head coach. You don't have to, and he was hired before the GM. You don't have to sell anybody. He's not selling nothing. It's all about what he wants to do. <laughs> That's right. Greg, we appreciate you coming on the show. We appreciate you tuning in and showing love with us. Let the people know where they can find you, and you've let them know a little bit of what you got coming up, but let them know what's coming next for you. Well, we got uh, some interesting shows coming up. Uh, you know, future de- guests line up. Peter King's coming on in two weeks. Oh, yeah. Oh, I nice. wanted to get Peter. I've known Peter since Peter was a beat writer for, for the Giants when I was working for the Giants. This goes back into the, the mid-80s. He worked for Newsday. So I've known him a long, long time. And he's coming on in two weeks. He said next week he's going to be out in Seattle visiting his daughter. So he'd do it in two weeks. After the combine, we've got uh, Daniel Jeremiah on, who's been a longtime friend, and Dane Brugler from The Athletic. we got um, JJ, as I said, coming on sometime after the uh, Michigan Pro Day. So yeah. that's what I've got lined up so far. And, you know, I don't want to go out too far, but because you got to do some stuff just in preparation for the draft and free agency and all that. Well, we appreciate you coming on, Greg. Friend of the show, welcome anytime. Uh, and we hope to have you back on here soon. Maybe uh, maybe uh, after the combine uh, breaks down, we can get some more of that insight on what you saw from that. Sounds good, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Have a good one, man. Appreciate you. you. Take care, Thanks, Greg. Appreciate you. Greg Gabriel, ladies and gentlemen, uh, absolutely amazing guest. Love having Greg on. Love clapping, everything. Oh, we clapping up? We clapping up? Clap it up for Greg. Clap it up for Greg. Clap it up for Greg. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Clap it up. Well, listen, uh, we, we're just clapping it up for you getting here. That's what we clapping up Hey, for. listen, he don't yeah. know. I, 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 18, <laughs> no, I broke like 10 laws. I almost hit an old lady. I mean, I had to get here, you know? <laughs> over 100 in the chat, by the way. Over 100 in the chat. Appreciate y'all for tuning oh, in. We didn't, we, we didn't want to do the over 100 just in case. You know, it's startling. Yeah, we we're don't startling want to. What did, he, what did he sell us on? JJ. JJ. JJ McCarthy. McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, listen. Listen, I'm telling y'all, JJ's going to be a dog because the thing about JJ is he's going to fall to a team like the Bears. He's going to fall no, to no, nine. No, no, no. no. He, we're taking Marvin uh, Harrison at two and JJ, and JJ at, nine. at nine. Hold on now. <laughs> you can sell me high. on that proposition, ladies and gentlemen. I, Don't I'm do thinking, that. I, that. No, based on what they're saying. Hey, listen, you can, you can sell me trade on that. Down, no, they're going to trade down twice. Hey, hey, hey. From one to two to whatever. No, they're not. He's a gamer. Ringo, Ringo, is he is he making it past uh, San Diego? Is he or um, is he making it past the Chargers? He, he ain't making it past. He ain't making it past. Chargers. Chargers. He's he's making it past. Right. Right. That's right. He, he, he's, uh, there's six, right? San, uh, the Chargers five, are six. Five. Chargers are five. five. Right, uh, New York is six. New York is six. He ain't making it past the Chargers. No, no. He might not bet. New York might take. No, Ringo, Ringo gonna get on tingly, waiting for JJ McCarthy to get drafted at six, bro. And and that mug Harbaugh gonna be like, hey, let me get that. Hey, JJ over here, man. Hey, just like uh, the actual draft with Justin. Wait, wait. What, the pick. what court? What court, uh, <laughs> What contract is Herbert on right now? 
A lot. A lot. I'm not. You know, the <laughs> no, I'm just saying, is he already signed? He's already got his contract. Yeah, he, yeah a lot. Yeah, yeah, when did he come yeah, out? Yeah, a couple years ago? Hey, you know, you know what? You know what Harbaugh's gonna do? Hey, Chicago, <laughs> come out to play. Yay. I got this lightly used quarterback for you. <laughs> oh man. Hey, we appreciate all of you guys in the chat for tuning in and showing love. Hit that like button if you have not done so. Subscribe to the page. Leave that five-star view. Y'all know what to do. Let's keep this show moving right along, man. Loved having Greg Gabriel on. Greg, Greg actually like reached out to me. We've had Greg on over to, over on the Bears pod um a couple of times and he's been so insightful and he literally was like, "I love how you guys, you and your team talk." want to come over there and rock with y'all so it was awesome to hear from greg today and i think we got some interesting insight as well especially going into uh, uh the next topic with talking about dan orlovsky mm. right and, yeah. and what he had to say today about yeah. the chicago bears should take Jaden daniels first overall yeah. oh where's my uh, credit scene at? i forgot I to get the credits <laughs> right we need to add that credit <laughs> scene, just, credit scene. Da, 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 da. just the curb yeah. from enthusiasm credit scene yeah i'm working on that I'm next no, it's a bad take because nobody's taking Jaden Daniels first overall. Like, if you trade with Washington, who they take? No, they take Caleb. So okay, so if I trade with uh, uh, New England, who they taking? Taking Caleb. No, they may take Daniels. No, they're taking Daniels. Take, you say if you trade with no, no, New no. England, if, if I if I take if I trade with uh, 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 from one to two with Washington, they taking Caleb. Okay. If I trade from two to three, oh, they're taking Drake. I, no, I, I would think no, Drake. They're not, bro. They're they're no. they're gonna Jayden take Daniels. Daniels. Is coming off the hey, they, 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 they have they have already said like yeah, they're, well, they're three. They're <laughs> get, like they're well, getting. Well, a the, the point is, he's not gonna go number one. Point is, he's not going number one. He's not going number one. And that's no, yeah, he's not going number one. Is he actually says that off? He says he's he's not down on Caleb, but he's oftentimes he says that he's going to be a good pro. He doesn't have the leadership qualities. He's big on that. As you yeah, he said that a couple times. But he also said that this is not the first time I heard him say it, that Daniels is climbing them ranks. And but you can't climb much higher. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's, not, there's not much room left to go. Like, like, <laughs> like three to being one, number two definitively in many people's books. I mean, that was already going to happen though. Anybody, uh, anybody May, talking about Drake May? Drake May nobody, nobody, hey, I, I, nobody's nah, nah. You really don't know. Hey, you can't you can't you can't sell us on that. But you know what? Dan Olofsky <laughs> has been talking to that, that he's he's been kind of standing on business with Jaden for a minute because I remember I, I saw that that little bit of a video earlier, and I think uh Greeny had showed a text, I think, from like past last October where he actually mentioned them watching a game with Jaden and that he was impressive to the point where he liked him more than Caleb. So you know, at least he's consistent with his with his with his review. I I, I don't see Jaden going that high. Like you said, he's already risen enough because he won Heisman this year. So I, I'd see him challenging Drake for the second quarterback take. I I think that, I mean, when you when you listen to the take, I mean, he's he's not wrong. Like like Jaden does absolutely great against man. He he yeah. de he definitely throws a better ball. Yeah. And it, I mean, it, and it's basically like you were saying, See, right? Like, that's, like, that's... All, like all of these, all of these quarterbacks. Well, just just those two quarterbacks alone. You, you talk about the explosive plays and the stuff that they could do outside of the pocket that the coaches don't call for. It's pretty much a toss up. So it's, it's basically like Greg was saying: you really don't know until you know. I think that's the that's the point, though, right? He he was very poignant in saying that he's elite at putting the ball out there versus man. 
So was Mitch. So is Justin. Like when when you start well, when you when you play when you play man, no, no. that means one on one. That means if my receiver beats you, I just have to put the ball in the right place. No, no, I'm I'm not discrediting that. The issue, the only issue with Mitch though, was that he was a project that they wanted him to sit. Oh, he Mitch, had the, he had the least dominated in man though. But he had the but the point but, was yeah, that Mitch, he Mitch, had Mitch. the there was talent that they saw in him, but because he only had like 18 starts, period. <laughs> That he was not supposed to play, so they did not. Has develop. nothing to do with the point I'm making. Yes, it does. <laughs> Has nothing yes, to do with does. the point. I'm the making. whole point is that because they saw something in him that he was not able to bring out and develop even more. That's mm -hmm. what, you wait, what you were saying, though. I got you. It has nothing to so do with the point I'm making. I was saying that Mitch dominated versus man. It has nothing to do with his development and whether he was underdeveloped or not. When Detroit played man to man, cooked him every time. I think he's six and zero versus Detroit. And his time here in Chicago, Tampa, that that Tampa six Bay. touchdown game, Tampa what was Tampa Bay, Bay Tampa doing? He killed, yeah, man to man, right? Like, like that's so what I'm he saying. had like, abilities. No, but what I'm what I'm saying is, it's a very specific thing to say when you talk about Jaden Daniels. When you go, he dominated versus man. Okay, what he do versus own? You talking about Caleb? I'm talking not, about Jaden because that's Jayden, what they said about Jaden. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what he said today about Jaden. And it's not the it's not the slight Jaden. I think Jaden. Uh, uh, Jaden Daniels is a good player. I think he's going to be one of the better prospects in this draft. I do think he's better than Drake May. Um, I, do think so. I think some people see Drake May as the pocket passer. Yeah. And so that may be why he ends up going to either Washington and or New England yeah. um, or maybe falling to the Giants. I think that people are going to feel more comfortable with what Drake May is. We just got to get somebody in there. I mean, listen, y'all just throwing bodies yeah, back yeah, there yeah, at this yeah, point because yeah, you sure ain't got the offensive line. We got to get somebody it's, in there. It's a take and I forget who had it. Uh, one of his main stream shows, and it was only one one individual that actually voiced it. Jaden was one of the few QBs that actually showed you within structure and outside of structure what he can do. You saw Caleb most of the time off script, and it's like, hey, that's good, but can you play within the system well? Everything they saw with Caleb, I think was Dan Olowski mentioned that like he that. mentioned pocket piece, yeah. like yeah. P A C E pocket piece, where he looked way better mm -hmm. with nothing like like crumbling down outside of what Caleb gives you that that. We went back to uh, what we talked about the other day about the, the quarterbacks who are artists versus the quarterbacks that are surgeons. Mm. Your artists do the, the off-script plays and that can paint outside the the, the 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 lines, but then your surgeons are the ones that are very good at just doing the things like the on-scheduled throws, the accuracy, playing within the pocket. Those are the type of things the, that you might see from Jaden. The thing that I want to say about that, though, is like kind, kind of what uh, Joel and even to that point, Mel Kuyper was saying, like, it's it's going to be if, if if the if the Bears get Caleb or or whoever they take it's, it's going to be on the Bears at that point to continue to de continue to develop him because listen if he's off script and I'm throwing the, the three seasons he's been there I'm throwing thirty one touchdowns and four picks yeah when when I'm off script imagine what I can do if you continue to develop me in the in the pocket. Yeah. So it's it's just it's just one of those things where it's like you you have to go in and make sure that this this is the guy that you want to take, and notice you got the guys in place to build them up. And I think that the Bears do actually have the guys in place to build them up. Now it's just on polls that as he was talking about, hey, what type of character are you bringing? Because I'm I am legitimately looking at the person at this Greg point. Is an interesting dude though, because I have to say even the last piece, the last piece I I like listened to and even read on him, uh, he actually had a small exo. He was really big even on Tyson Bajan. He was really big on Tyson Bajan. 
and I was like, what? I really wanted to ask him. Next time we get him, I have to ask him, like, what the heck? He's he was like, I, he's a really good quarterback with a strong arm. Most people well, say if, that. if Joe don't take 17 questions next time, we'll, bro. Be, we'll be perfect with that. Joe, Joe was game making in the interview. <laughs> bro. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. My fault. Joe was like, don't be bad at me. I can't prepare. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was having an active conversation with the guy. <laughs> no, no, it was active. <laughs> it was active. <laughs> you know what's funny? No, I, I felt, no, I I felt bad. bad. I, after I was like, dang, did I dominate? I look back like, George, did you have a question? I'm sorry. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I, I was in the zone, man. This was Singletary all over again. Hey, listen, listen, all over listen. again. The one thing we know about Joe, dog, <laughs> he's gonna feel some dead space. The one, the one, no, the one thing we know about Joe is, uh, Joe, if you get anybody from the Bears from 2000, <laughs> well, no, from from 06 bro. all the way back to 1983, hey, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Hey, You're not getting hey, in hey, on that hey, conversation. The, the minute he said Tommy Harris, I was like, yeah, wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up. Well, I, that's the one question I wanted to ask him. But I, all I asked him was, did he think there was anybody? Just go back and listen. Yeah. I was trying. No, because <laughs> I said, oh, no, it's not, it's not bad. Asked? It was, no, it was it's conversation. No, what I asked, but I was asking specifically, like, what did they see in terms of mirroring with the Lovey team versus the, you know, the current team? Were the defensive ends that, that actually could start right now? You know, like he's saying there's four of them. You know, that was my thing. Well, yeah, the top four. Hey, hey Ringo, hey, Ringo. Baki said, Joe was out there doing what? Getting, Getting active. active. <laughs> like, hey, hey, bro, I'm turning back like, man, bro, we only finna get one question. There was one question tonight. Like, I got seven. What's that? So, did I have that many? Hey, hey, you no, had a lot of follow-ups. That's all it was. No, 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 they were good hey, questions, though. No, no, you no, had a lot I'm of sorry. I ain't hate no questions. I, I offer you a truce, Breeze Nation. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ickiest of the icky. <laughs> hey, man. I, listen, that, that's that's about all the time I, I got for Jaden yeah. Daniels going number one overall. I ain't gonna yeah, lie no. to you, dog. I have right. uh, I have nothing else on that. We do want to tell you guys though about our partners over at Underdog Fantasy Underdog, where you can go there and uh, make a lot of money. Make a lot of money. I want to tell you about the easiest way to get in on some of this NBA action. It's Underdog Fantasy and their Pick'em game. All you got to do is just pick higher or lower than your favorite and more least favorite. There's some trash mugs in the NBA right now. Least favorite players, uh, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. All you do is have to do is pick between two and five players to fill out your pick'em entry, and you get every pick right, and you could take home some cold, hard cash. I mean, literally, uh, um, let's, let's, let's pull up one of the ones that we had here. Hold on, because Underdog was uh, kind enough to uh, front the money. I'm just playing. <laughs> this guy. Who's joking? No, uh, <laughs> just had to give it a, a second to load up here and foul. Here we go. Uh, yesterday uh, was a the breeze uh, crew was able to go Zion Williamson higher than four and a half points in the first quarter. Damian Lillard higher than uh, two assists in the first quarter. And Colin Sexton higher than 18 and a half points. Colin Sexton low key trying to uh, prove me right in the long run on that whole Donovan Mitchell take. It's, I'm playing a long game here. It's not really working out. Uh, but. <laughs> All you got to do is go in there and download and use the code TWCB and get your first deposit doubled up by 
$1,500. They even allow you a little bit of wiggle room with their Pick'em Insurance, which gives you a little bit of a, you know, little, little extra. I don't really trust this pick. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know, man. Giannis, 25, going over 28 points, but he's playing Charlotte. He's probably not going to play the fourth quarter. Uh, if you're not confident in your entry, they give you the pick of insurance. Make sure to tune in with us over at Underdog Fantasy and use the promo code TWCB. We appreciate you guys for showing love. All right, let's finish it out here, boys. JJ McCarthy. JJ McCarthy. <laughs> I do have to ask, like, seriously, what if that's really what's going to happen? Like we never even what, we take, I mean, like I'm, what if we really not, end up with JJ McCarthy? So there's the thing, and, and it's like I was telling Pat, I'm not. You're not trading. Uh, you're not trading Justin. I tell you yeah, that no, much. You get to let him sit. No, yeah, I'm. I'm not yeah. mad at the you JJ pick. I'm not. Stuff. I'm not mad at the JJ pick. Is he? He gets in some situations where he gets himself in in trouble by forcing things that are not there. But he he definitely has the ability to. To be better than to be, to be better than he was. You're not wrong, but let's be real. He's forcing things when he Has doesn't to. have to, right. because yeah. the times when they're calling on JJ is like, all right, JJ, we're in a third and sixteen right now. We need you to figure something out out here. And uh, as Jason McKee has once said many times to me, there is no play call for third and sixteen. Oh, yeah, no <laughs> <laughs> there is no play call for third and more than fifteen. Like yeah. you have no play, you got plays that you just hope work. Any play past that screen pass, here we go. Yeah, I mean, so like I think JJ gets put in a lot of situations at Michigan where he's trying to force mm. something to happen because it, it's kind of like what Justin went through here with the Bears, right? It's like you, you got to play mm. hero ball now. Yeah, I know you gave us a 28 point lead, but guess what? We blew that lead, so now <laughs> you got to go out there. <laughs> You gotta, and you gotta try and find a way to win this game, or it's all on you. It's all your fault. And that's when you pull him to the side. Hey, hey, listen. So we need you to rescue us. Hey, coach, we had a twenty-eight point lead. I know that. That's over with. That's not what I'm. That's not not what I'm saying. That that was that was hours ago. That was minutes ago. We 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 lost that. Flus looking at Justin like, stop living in the past. We're in the here and now. The lead is gone. That makes me think of that Keyshawn story where he talked about how he was. Uh, they had a twenty-seven uh, point lead against Indiana. He was getting taped in the back. He thought the game was over. All of a sudden, somebody come running back, said, "Coach says suit up." He was like, "The game is over. What's he talking about?" He goes in and looks at it. It's four minutes left, and it's like a. Uh, it's almost a tie game. He was like, "I'm fully suited." Like I'm like, he was in, in street clothes. He had hung it up. I was like, "Wow." Hey, hey, hey. Betty came back and cooked the that boys. level of confidence is crazy though. Let's be real. <laughs> that level of like, I did enough. When you watch the clip, because he was it was at like a somewhat somewhat they thought he was injured. Yeah. If you watch the clip, he jogging off, smiling. He really think they got the game. I went. Oh, I remember that. I remember really that. Yeah, 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 hearing yeah. him tell it is one thing, but you'd be like, all right, they, you know, they they embellish it a little bit. Yeah. No, he that really jogged real. off that joint, thinking, oh, we got this. I'm about to go in and change, <laughs> and you could see the frustration <laughs> on the team. I was like, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> Peyton cooked them boys. That's what Justin did half the season. Though. I got to give Justin that. It was like, hey, we uh, we're beating Denver. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, no. I don't know what you thought no, that. I don't know Detroit. why you thought that no, was not. going down. Yeah. Um. Hey, man. Here, here's something that I found very interesting, and, and I want to finish the show off on this because the Chicago Bears got graded on from the NFLPA. So this is 
I believe it is between 1,300 players in the league. Yes, sir. Um, oh, I saw the Chiefs yes, one. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking hey, about. Hey, listen, it's oh, some bad Chiefs ones guy. out there, dog. Ooh, it's, some, it's some bad ones out there. But, they, but the Chicago Bears, surprisingly, are one of the good teams. But I, I also don't understand, like, they got, like, a grading system, mm -hmm. but also a ranking system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's it's kind of interesting. The one thing that I thought I found interesting was at head coach, they give uh, Coach Flus a B. That's 25th in the NFL out of 32, though. Uh, and when it talked about him, it said 81% of the players feel that head coach Matt Eberflus uh, is efficient with their time. Players feel that head coach Matt Eberflus is somewhat willing to listen to the locker room. I thought it was inter interesting that Flus was getting like a B on that because how's that 25th? That's what I'm trying to figure I'm out. I'm trying to figure out the grading system. That's an F. I mean, that's a D. You just showed Unless up. everybody's an A. So, so, yeah. so 24 teams in the NFL love their head coach. Yeah. Or 25 that. teams in the NFL love their head coach. Or at least they're loyal. They're well, not going to talk on. crazy to Let, him. Let's think about it. How many coaches got fired? Usually about four or five. You disrespect me. So I guess that, I guess that does check side. out. I guess in theory that does check out. Uh, the one thing that I did yeah. love about uh, the Bears grading system on this was uh, outside of head coach, strength coaches, weight room, training staff, training room, oh, yeah. all Bs yep. and above. And as far as weight room, as far as training room, as far as locker room, and they talk about the actual locker room, not the environment. Um all top 10, sixth, sixth, and fourth for the locker room. Um, and and it, it, it really speaks to how far the Bears have come as far as not only do we need to focus on these dudes getting stronger, but we also need to make sure that we're focusing on uh, um, them staying healthy, yeah. right? Like you, you need yeah. your training staff and stuff like that so that they can stay healthy. Now, hey. here's the one that pissed me off. Here we go. I already know where we're going. Here we go. Nutritionist and dietitian I can deal with being a C plus. They're 24th in the NFL in that. How are we 21st in the NFL in food and cafeteria? We're in Chicago. It's literally Lake Forest. There's restaurants left and right. How do, how, how do we have the worst food, some of the worst bro, food in yeah. the NFL? Like, bro, square pizzas and sloppy it's, joe it's in that cafeteria. If, 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 I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, somebody on the team has his own food truck. Oh yeah, the uh, bro. Um, oh, the Marcus, Marcus Walker, Walker got, oh, yeah, got a bro, chicken truck. Yes, bro. like what? That must don't, not go into the grading system. Dude, if I'm not like mistaken, separate. they have they don't they don't pay they didn't provide them all three meals and something like that. What right? you mean? It's a cafeteria. No, no, yes, no, yeah, they, jail? no, no, no. Some teams don't. Some teams do not provide. <laughs> Atlanta. <laughs> I think the Bengals still <laughs> practice <laughs> outside. Hey, 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 no, they inside now. Uh, Atlanta got a uh, Atlanta got straight F, so they report. I mean, hey, listen, the city got a horrible grade. <laughs> Kansas City has matter. stools full instead of chairs yeah, up they, to last they, year. You see, I mean, they, like they still win championships. So they didn't invest none of that money back to the point. Hey, listen, Mahomes, nah, the outlier. No, nah, you know what it is. The, the Bears right, got it too everything. soft. That's why we can't develop a quarterback. Meanwhile, Kansas City is uh hard is, is, is out here hard nosed, and they, and they winning the championships every other year. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, yeah. hey, uh, I don't know, Great. man. I, Hey, what? Hey, real quick, Pat, ask that question. What was that uh, about? Uh, what's your boy? What do you say about the Jade? Who was that that brought up the? Um, who was the the the, um, the quarterback? Uh, who brought that up? Dan Orlovsky. Yeah, Dan Orlovsky. Yeah, I think I got it. Here we go. 
All the music didn't come through. Dang, hold on. I got it. Keep going. Take two. I got it. You just got literally just credits rolling. Good night, everybody. This is what I'm calling Super Producer Joe He just made that just now. Next boring that topic. Is, that is good. That is epic. We just. <laughs> hey man, I'm not. I'm not going. <laughs> Everything is Joe. Hey, it's all Joe. Oh, I ran out of stuff. It was just it literally is everything. Oh, no, you guys in the beginning. It was like. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely next, love it. Next no, no. boring topic. Let's. Yeah. Next. I was literally just. I was just sitting there. I was confused at how the Bears had one of the worst facilities as far as food, dog. I'm not. I was like. We, now I will say this: I saw Braxton Jones leave there one day, and he had went in, and I just assumed he was eating like a twenty-four-year-old. Uh, it must and, have been trash food, bro. No, he came out with like the it, I, it, I don't know what it was, but it was wrapped like the high school chicken sandwich. You know, the one that you put mayo and barbecue oh, yeah, sauce yeah, yeah. on this bus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. But I think it was the high school chicken sandwich, is what I'm saying. They're a professional organization. <laughs> I told you, man. I don't think it was Chick fil A, bro. I thought he was just getting not- that, like, he was eating like a kid. But he came out with, like, a tray and had the little chicken sandwich. He had, like, a a, a twisted tea on that. Not twisted tea. That's the alcohol. That's no, no. Hey, no, no, no. They had Shasta. Snapple, Snapple. Shasta, baby. Shasta. Shasta, Shasta baby. Don't be mad at Shasta. Who, hey. my, who are my people out there? They know about that Shasta. Bro, that <laughs> that's man, where it went. That, that contract that, went over there. That, 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 they got Mondo's over there. That man came out. tell me they got the box of, the, box of uh, food from school? Bro, <laughs> I, I, with the, you got the chicken sandwich, the juice, the fruit cup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah, that think fruit cup hitting up. And that fruit cup was, but it depended on what the cherry was. The fruit cup, which fruit cup it was. When they did the pears, when I was pissed, the pears was trash. Chocolate milk. Oh, milk bro, come on now. Milk, milk the pears was trash, bro. Pears was good with the Stop peaches it, and, and, and the Stop cherry. Come on, man. Shout out to all the pears. I grew up on the south side. I was thankful for anything. <laughs> man, I am. The best. Hey, listen. You actually ate that? The word, bro. Yeah, the pears cup is crazy. <laughs> what? Now you know what? Here's the thing. There was always one dude that was slamming the pears cups. He had like ten of them at the table. That was Jordan. That was, that was me. That was Jordan. That was Jordan. That was Jordan. Everybody was giving up that pears cup. I was very thankful. And I went to Kidwood. We had places all over the place. You drank I had the no money, so I was thankful I ate my pears. You drank the, the pear wine? juice and all that. Yeah. It came with some. Hey, everybody, good night. All right. Then. Hey, no, I'll tell you what, thing. Kidwood had the worst nachos of any school I've ever. I've That's ever a fact. Been to. That's a fact. Them nachos was horrible. That is a fact. Bro, that cheese, that cheese got cold quicker than, than the winter in Chicago. Hey, that mystery meat they had with it too, that was prison food. I don't care what nobody oh, said paying two dollars and fifty cents for that them bad nachos. It, man, that's PTSD right there. Come on with me. Bro, I, hey, listen, I didn't I didn't have that experience. We we had uh yeah, we had all the you know what was the worst thing? We lost the good pizza. We didn't get the square pizza in high school. They started giving us yeah. the triangles, bro. I don't know what was at the end of them uh, triangles, bro. That got, crust was got, bogus. Well, we uh we had pizza at pizza on Tuesday. Hey, Jay, Jay Grizz, yeah, I'm going with yeah. Kidwood all day. Come on now. Yeah, that's, that's, that's South Stars. Right that, that, sounds like, uh, oh, okay. that sounds like a suburban school. Yeah, that sounds like a yeah. Yeah, sounds, I'm sorry. You guys didn't have hot chocolate? Did you guys have hot chocolate? No, no, we're not. Joe, Joe, I had that. You guys had Swiss Miss? I'm sorry, guys. 
<laughs> having way too much fun. Oh my god! Because I, mean, I, I said we should have that uh, for the yeah. bogus topics, but that's so. Funny. <laughs> Bro, it's the it's the <laughs> I just looked up some music. I, what I wanted was the. Uh, that's what I was looking for. Oh, we'll be right back. Be, yeah, yeah, I wanted yeah, to read, I we'll be right back. Music. Yeah, we probably finna get copyright claims on that. Absolutely. <laughs> no, just less than 10 seconds. Only like five or three. But you played it several times. Yeah, it got to be it's only three seconds. Yeah, we'll right, we'll hey, man, we appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us for another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. As you can see, we having fun. Oh, King Booker World bringing it back. He said that Super Donut, though. Bro, the Super Donut was crazy. The Super Donut yes. was crazy, bro. Hold Microwave, on, hold yes, on. with the milk. Hey, yeah. We hold saw on. things stale. Before, before we get what? about it, but that's crazy. Before we, <laughs> I don't know what it. No, that was a solo. That was a solo endeavor. Hey, there, no, they used to be frozen. They used to no, freeze. It used crazy. to be hard. You have to put them in the microwave. That's it. Hey. Yeah, yeah bye. Now, it's a joke. You put them in the. Nah, he. He about to get serious. No, this is this is this is this is tough. It shouldn't be good. I understand it, and it's not gonna sound good when I say this. Uh oh, here, here we go. go. But it's oh, what makes it Thursday. It's what make it. It's what make it a super donut. Did y'all put the slice of cheese on top? Yep. Oh. Here we go. Get that. <laughs> there we go. too. Everybody, get out of here. Hey, listen. Hey, thank you for tuning in to the kid. I tell y'all, have a good show. On behalf of everybody else, it don't even have to be paused. Super producer Joe Holt. My man I'm, JC. No, no, wait. Step no, out no, of God. No, no, we don't no, know who this guy no, is. No, wait, no. Who are no, you, kind No, listen. Cheese? Listen, cheese? Listen, no, listen. No. You talking I, about my parents? No, no, no. You put, no, no, no. You put that on Apple no. Pie. Hey, bro. No. Hey, it's hey, just on the Superdome. Hey, we love you. We just want you to know. That's nasty work. <laughs> <laughs> That's nasty work. Hey, Get some flag. help. Bro. Get some help. Get some help. Stop it. Get, Get some, some help. help. <laughs> hey, King Booker World said, cheese, boo that man. <laughs> when you oh, see him, hey, boo hey, Listen, listen. There's a group of people out there to do it. We probably was all poor together. <laughs> Appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Get your tongue Daily only. <laughs> to actually like drag the sound out. Just let it no, go. No, no, I love it that it's so short. Yep. Boot that man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, I hope we have more I, bad I, topics. I, 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 I would for the pettiest man alive, Mr. P Kid, the super producer Joe. <laughs> and of course, Jordan JC and Stefan Nadine. Y'all stay safe out there in oh, Chicago. Man. Hey, it's, I will find my people. Y'all not in this chat. Like, hey, man, they're not on your team. <laughs> <laughs> in this chat. I'm not on your team. Hey, stay safe out there, man. No. Hey, everybody <laughs> said no. I don't know why it, it was good to me. Peace, y'all. Man, it might be. That one might be. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.